When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Before we speak to one of Mitch March's uh, long-term friends and mates, and he's got some great stories to share with us, just here's a quick community update thanks to Fire Code. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. It's touch wood at the moment. Uh, there hasn't been any out-of-control bushfires with this searing heat, but you need to stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with the Department of Fire and Emergency Services. Uh, visit uh, dfes.wa.gov.au. And this community update is thanks to new fire code, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions and available at Bunnings Warehouse. A man that knows Mitch Marsh exceptionally well, in fact, I spoke to him during the course of the afternoon, is a man that you probably know very well. He's been involved in the media for a long, long time, certainly in the uh, racing, pacing and chasing game. Uh, loves his cricket, played many years down there at the Fremantle Cricket Club, and we talk about uh, David Short, and he joins us on the program. Dave, thanks for your time. Pleasure, Pete. Great to be with you. Likewise. Uh, Shorty, firstly, take us back when you first met Mitch Marsh and where it was. It was uh, many years ago. Now, Pete, unfortunately, the years have certainly flown by. But I started playing cricket uh, at Fremantle many years ago and uh, Swampy was still involved at the club at that stage. He dropped back and was playing some cricket for WA and Fremantle at the time and uh, Mitch was knee-high to a grasshopper. I don't think he would have been much more than maybe six or seven years old. And uh, Swampy, of course, uh, had access to plenty of great bats and stuff at the time, being involved with Grey Nichols. And he had a custom-made little bat made for Mitch. And Mitch, from the moment that I saw him, was just uh, there was something special about him. He had a real uh, amazing personality, always had a smile on his face. He's a cheeky young fella. Uh, and what he would do is, uh, anybody that's watched cricket at Stevens Reserve, it's um, in front of the main wicket there, there's like a grandstand and it's got about four tiers to it. And all of the players that are getting ready to bat, we'd sit out there and wait our turn and watch all of the action. And there'd always be lots of warm-up balls around the place. What Mitch would do is round up all the warm-up balls. He'd come up and to all the players that were sitting up on the balcony, he'd leave everyone with three or four balls. Then he'd run back down the stairs to in front of where the nets were, and it was pretty decent uh, hit. It probably around about that 25, sort of 30 metres for a little fella. 
and he'd get down there and he'd yell out, come on, start throwing. <laughs> so you'd throw the balls from the balcony down to, to Mitch, and he used to whack the balls back up to us all up there on the balcony, and then once he'd face them all, he'd come and grab all the balls again and go round and round. He used to do it uh, for hours on end on a Saturday afternoon there at Stevens Reserve, and it's no wonder that he's gone on to become such a strong hitter of the ball because uh, right back to that period in time where he was only a, a really young guy, he was uh, had a big appetite of whacking the cricket ball around and no surprise to see him uh, in you know one of his early games take Dale Stain downtown for three or four of the biggest uh, Tom Mixes I've ever seen, Pete, because... Uh, that power he learnt from a young age down there at Stevens Reserve. You know all the members of the Marsh family, and of course he paid tri- tribute to them a couple of times in his uh, acceptance speech of the Allen Border Medal last night. Uh, you know them all individually. They seem very close, Shorty. They're a really tight-knit family, Pete. They're a very really special family, to be honest with you, and uh, I've just been really blessed to have them in my life, to be honest. they They are all unique in their own way but the one thing that they all have in common is uh, unwavering support and love for each other and I think it really shone through in that speech last night from Mitch to be honest with you Uh, the way that he spoke uh, about Michelle and Jeff and um, also Melissa and and Sean um, it's it's from the heart and it's authentic and they've been right through some really great times but also some tough times as a family I know Last year uh, was, was some really tough moments with uh, Ross passing away, Ross Martin, who was Mitch's grandpa. And he was one of the great supporters of Mitch for such a long period of time, along with Werner. They'd be down there at the cricket all the time and supporting all the sides that Fremantle had in. And Ross would always be uh, keen to come over and have a chat to everybody and really positive and, and very supportive. And uh, that's been passed down uh, from generation to generation. And, Mitch has just naturally got that in him. And it's no surprise when you hear his teammates speak about him, about his warmth and how special it is to have him as part of the team because um, he's just a naturally loving guy and there's always a smile on his face and there's always good good times to be had when Mitch is around. I think he probably helps to really uh, take pressure off people at different times. They can be um, a lot of nervous energy in the change rooms before big games of cricket and... Mitch has just always had a happy knack of uh, being able to crack a joke and take a little bit of that pressure out of the, the environment and, and put a smile on everyone's face and um, basically um, just just make everybody comfortable. Mm. It's interesting, uh, I gather, just judging from the body language of uh, fellow Australian cricketers and even the Australian captain, Pat Cummins, he spoke about when they first met on the uh, tour of South Africa. I think it was in 2011. They've been thick as thieves ever since. And, of course, now Paddy is the leader of the Australian cricket team. He seems to have an infectious personality uh, when he gets into that uh, change room. Did you notice that from a young age? No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, he's always had that uh, that smile, as I've touched on, but also just a cheeky, uh, a really cheeky personality where... He can bring the best out in people around him. And I, he's one guy, Pete, that once you know him well, when you see him, for, and often he's touring for big periods of, of time uh, away from home, but every time you catch up with Mitch, he's one of those guys that comes and gives you an absolute bear hug. And uh, you know you've been hugged when the bison gets his arms around <laughs> you. I'll let you know that. But um, but he's that sort of guy. He's a really warm character. And um, yeah, you feel special when you catch up with him. He makes you feel special. And he's... Um, he's always had incredible talent. 
to see him now really truly fulfilling that and last night was the culmination of it to be recognized as the Alan Border medal winner is is a really special achievement I contacted him uh, last night and he got back to me today and he, he basically says shorty I still can't believe it it's a an incredible honor and Alan Border is a man that has meant uh, a lot to the Marsh family of course Jeff playing with Alan Border for a number of years and through those years, of course, the kids are always welcome in the change rooms and those sorts of things. So um, I guess Alan Border, much the same as everyone at the Frio Cricket Club and everyone involved in WA cricket, um, has seen Mitch from being that little boy grow up to a, a big, strong man. And, and to see him now really fulfilling his potential is something that um, we're also very proud of. You knew him as a single man. Now he's a married man. And he seems like he's got a partner who's very, very supportive. They've only, only been married eight months. Uh, he hasn't seen a lot. Is it Greta? He hasn't seen a lot of her. But they seem like a, a very nice couple. She's a gorgeous young lady, Pete. Absolutely, Greta. And she's been wonderful for Mitch. It's, it can often be challenging for a lot of athletes to meet their life partners. There's Plenty of people sort of on the outskirts that, that like to hang along for the ride while things are going really well. And um, finding somebody that um, loves you for who you are and not because you're, you're just a great cricketer is um, something I, I guess that all great athletes at different stages um, sometimes struggle with. But um, she didn't know much about cricket at all. She just loved Mitch for who he was. Um, and and I think Mitch really um, did appreciate the fact that she came from a, a different sort of background and she wasn't heavy into the sport. And obviously, since she's met Mitch, she's really warm to the game of cricket and, and um, often travels around with Mitch when they're on tour and things like that. So um, he's got that constant support. But um, they're a beautiful couple and they'll, they'll make great parents, I'm sure, in, in years to come as well. But uh, having a, a good lady in his life has certainly helped him. And I, I don't think it's a, a huge coincidence that um, some of his best cricketers come out in recent times since he's actually met Greta. All right, Shorty, you know all the Marsh clan, uh, and we just push to the side because they didn't play cricket like Michelle and all that. But for many a time now that he's an Allen Border medalist, they've got an emu export in their hand as Jeff Wood, as Mitch Wood, and probably Sean Wood, uh, and they'd converse the best cricketer amongst the Marsh trio. Does Mitch now go to the front <laughs> of the line with uh, the Allen Border medal? Well, they've all got their own unique uh, <laughs> skill sets and, and, and records, I guess. Uh, Jeff, of course, uh, would always tell you that he was getting the job done against the best fast bowling battery in the history of cricket up against the West Indies back before they, they wore all these uh, you know arm guards and chest guards and those sorts of things that the players do today. So he's probably got them from a toughness perspective. Sean, of course, uh, is in possession, I think, of the first ever purple cap for the leading run scorer in the IPL, which is something that the other two guys haven't got. And, of course, now Mitch has got an Allen Border medal, which, uh, which the other two guys never happened to achieve on the way through. So I think they've all probably got their own strong points and they probably all make a case for themselves to be uh, in the discussion. But uh, Mitch has got the one thing that the other two don't have and that's time on his side. Yeah, good on you, Shorty. Thanks for joining us and giving us an insight into Mitch Marsh away from what we've seen him on the cricket field and, of course, uh, listening to him and watching him through the media. Thanks for your time, mate. Good to have a chat. 
Pleasure, Pete. Good on you. Uh, you can join us on the Tempera Bedshed text machine anytime, 0487 736 736. We're going to take a break. Coming up a bit later on, not too far away, is George Cambosis Jr., who's still in town. They fly out tomorrow with his dad, Jim. We're going to have a bit of a chat with him uh, in a little while. A different chat to what you've heard uh, maybe in the media at the press conference in the last 24 hours or so. We'll take a break. It's 20 past five.